sometimes in the flurry of uh, about being so busy on Erev Rosh Hashanah with every, everything we have to do to prepare ourselves physically and spiritually for the oncoming of the new year we forget to pay enough attention to a very important day today's a yard site this evening is the yard site of somebody that I think that if we would have to ask who is the person, who is the Yid that had the most profound effect on Yiddishkeit in the last 180 years there are those probably that would argue but everybody would put the Chavetz Chaim Zecher Tzadik Rikodesh Lebracha up very very high on the list of one of the people that simply changed the shape of Judaism, of Yiddishkeit last century the, the Chavetz Chaim was a legend in his, own, in his own time I myself, I grew up on stories when I was in Yeshiva in the Rebbeim used to just pepper us with stories of the Chavetz Chaim and the Chavetz Chaim and the Chavetz Chaim in the Chavetz Chaim's own time it was such a thing to try to go and see the Chavetz Chaim did, did you see the Chavetz Chaim? did you not see the Chavetz Chaim? the people that later on regretted not going to see the Chavetz Chaim the Michal Yudalevkevich I believe I read about that the Chavetz Chaim was nearby but he, he felt he didn't want to leave the yeshiva empty so he didn't go could be that later on he had charota he felt bad about it everybody went to go see the Chavetz Chaim I think one of the most amazing amazing things that could be said about the Chavetz Chaim is something that's written in one of the letters of the Chazaynish the Chazenish writes to somebody that asked about moving from Europe I believe it was to America so he writes that Kozman that Dona Yisrael live in Poland and specifically the Chovetz Chaim so that makes that Poland has a din of Eretz Yisrael that you're not allowed to go out from Eretz Yisrael in other words, the presence of the Chavetz Chaim in Poland gave it a din of Yisrael, the Chazanish said. Uh, that's just incredible. And the Chavetz Chaim affected us in so many ways. If it was with his Sefer and Shmiros Aloshin, Chavetz Chaim, which he published incognito as a young man, and he went from town to town to sell it, You know, and, and, and you know, it's well known that he went sometimes on the train and you know, people would say, uh I would talk about the Chavetz Chaim and he would make with he would make a gesture like, you know, he's nothing special the Chavetz Chaim and the person didn't know who it was that he was talking to. If it's not with his monumental Mishnah Bura that the Chavetz Chaim worked twenty seven years on the Mishnah Bura. Twenty seven years. And he gave us uh, a safer 
that we follow it. You know, basically all of Cloudy Soil, Sidim, Snagdim, everybody follows the Mishabur, Kimat, Kimat, everybody. I, I got, I, I was a modern Orthodox kid, and uh, by my Bar Mitzvah, I was presented by somebody by the name of Harold Berkowitz, a friend of my father's, he was a business acquaintance. He went to, a, to his Orthodox rabbi, he wasn't Orthodox himself, and uh, he asked his rabbi, why are you buying an Orthodox child, an Orthodox Bar Mitzvah boy? So the rabbi knew enough to tell him, you're buying a Mishnah Bura. And believe it or not, at the age of 13, I didn't realize what a Mishnabur was, I had no idea. And uh, soon after the Mishnabur became my most used safer, you know, how to bind it, otherwise it would fall apart. It's amazing what the Chavetz Chaim did for us. And how much he did in the, in the Kalalashah work, first of all in, in learning he also, he made a big deal about learning say the Kotshin, and he, pu he published Svarim that had been out of print for many, many years. Anything, anything to be able to be Marbatoya. He wrote a Sefer on Kotchim. He so much wanted that people should learn Kotchim that he wrote a Sefer, a fantastic Sefer, by the name of the Kutai Alochis, that just like there's Rif and Rosh on the Masechtas in Shas that talk about what the Halacha would be. So there is no Rif and Rosh in the Gemara of Kotchim because it's not Allah Lamaisa. But the Chavetz Chaim wanted that we should treat it as if it's Allah Lamaisa because soon there's going to be a base Mikdosh. And we're going to need to know what the Halacha is. So the Chavetz Chaim went and he authored a Sefer called the Kutai Halachis to serve as a Rif on Kotchim. And anything that was necessary to be done in Kalal Yisrael, if there was a mikveh necessary over here, if there was a gzei over here, if there was a, uh, a meeting, he had to go meet with the president, whatever was needed, the Chavetz Chaim took care of it. And it's just amazing that now recently, you know, you all know that a couple of years ago they found this short video clip of the Chavetz Chaim and you see this unimposing person, you know, walking around with a casket, and the whole class are laid on his shoulders. It's just a pillar. It's a pillar to, to have seen this. Uh, I'd just like to share a couple of stories with you. Uh, now, uh, you know, there's no end, there's no end to the stories, but just a little smattering of some of the stories that I've heard over the years. I heard a couple of times from Bianca Kamenetsky that he said that the Chavetz Chaim, the Mishnah Bura is a safer that you could be medayik from. In other words, if it says something, even what it doesn't say, but if you could figure out from what he does say that he meant to say that if not like this, it would be like that, so you could be medayik from the Chavetz Chaim. He said from other Achrayinim, the other Achrayinim Paiskim, that you can't be medayik from. But the Chavetz Chaim, you can be medayik from every word he wrote. So he explained because of the so he was Zoycha, he merited having such a Dikduk Aloshin. Another thing about the Chovetz Chaim that I heard from Rabbi Yankiv, Kamenetsky, Zechayin, Levrocha, he learned certain simonim 
uh, he had a nephew, the Chotzaim had a nephew by the name of David Leibovitch. Rabbi David Leibovitch eventually came across the ocean and he became the Rosh Hashiv of Tevedas. He was the Rebbe of Rav Pam, And then he left Yeshiva Tevedas and he opened up his own Yeshiva, Yeshiva Rebbeinu Yisrael Meir HaKoyin, which we call today Chavetz Chaim. And uh, that was the beginning of the whole chain of Chavetz Chaim Yeshivas. This was Rabbi David Leibovitch, who was the nephew of the Chavetz Chaim. So they were learning together, and the Chavetz Chaim said to Rabbi David Leibovitch, Davidu, to Bizdoch HaKoyin, you're a Koyin. You need to learn Kochim, why are you learning Shabbos? So he says, uh, he says, there's going to be a base of Mikdash soon, the Chavetz Chaim says, Davidu, there's going to be a base of Mikdash, and people are going to come to you, and they're going to want you to be Mark of a Korban, and you're not, you're not going to know what to do. And you're not going to know what to do. So he said, he said, um, yeah, but they're going to come and ask me, I did this and that on Shabbos, and I need to know what the halach is. Am I chayav achatos or am I not chayav achatos? So that's why I'm learning Masechta Shabbos, so that when there'll be a base of Mikdash, and people will want to know whether or not they're chayav achatos, I'll be able to answer them. So the Chavetz Chaim told him, Dovidu, for this I wrote a Mishnabura. Anybody that will want to know if they did something wrong, they'll learn a Mishnabura, but who's going to be marked with the Kobanis? You have to be prepared, Dovidu, David Leibovitch. You have to be pre- pre- prepared to be mapped with the Kabbalists, Meheru Yibanebeis HaMikdosh. There's a famous story that I say over from of Kreisworth, he, he told the story that at the Knesset Gedoyla, when the Chavetz Chaim, who sat in the middle, he was the main man, <coughs> and there was a young man by the name of Rameya Shapira. Rameya Shapira who wanted to introduce to Yisrael the idea of Dafa Yoyimi. But he said, like, who am I? I'm a young, I'm a young kid. You know, I'm a young guy. Nobody's going to pay any attention to me. So he seeked an audience with the Chovetz Chaim. And he came to the Chovetz Chaim and he asked that the Chovetz Chaim, he tried to convince the Chovetz Chaim of the idea and asked that the Chovetz Chaim should present it at the Knesset Gedolah because he figured that that would carry a lot more weight. So the Chavetz Chaim told him, no, you'll present it, you'll say it, but when you come, when, when the proceedings begin, let's say at 9 o'clock in the evening, you come 20 minutes later. That's when you should come to the hall. So Rameh Shafira didn't know exactly what was going on, what did he want from him, but you know the Kohen Godel, the Chavetz Chaim said that's what he should do, so that's what he did. And at 9 o'clock the event began, and the convention hall was full and Doyle Yisrael was sitting at the front and at 9.20 comes in Rameya Shapir, the young Avrech and the Chavetz Chaim saw him walking in so the Chavetz Chaim stood up to show respect for Rameya Shapir the Gerarebbe, Reb Chaim they see that the Chavetz Chaim is standing up so they stood up as well well, if those three stood up, then all the other Rabbanim stood up. If all the other Rabbanim stood up, the entire convention all stood up. For who did they stand up? For Rameh Shapira. For who are we standing up? Rameh Shapira. Oh, wow, it must be very, very harsh. And then he got up and spoke, and then people paid attention.
Chavetz Chaim once came to a city where they were trying to build a hospital. And over there they needed to, the derech was in those days that all the gvirim would get together and each gvir they would make an appeal and each gvir, one gvir would donate one bed, another gvir would donate three beds. According to his, uh, he would pay for the one bed, I guess, one room, whatever it may have been. So there was this uh, asifa, a meeting with all the gvirim, and the Chavetz Chaim is there, and comes in a couple of yeshiva bachim, and immediately the Chavetz Chaim ran away to speak to the yeshiva bachim. So the rich people were a little bit offended that the Chavetz Chaim left them to go speak to the yeshiva bachim. So he says, one of the rich people says to the Chavetz Chaim, Vifel bet gebenzei, how many beds are they donating? So the Chavetz Chaim said, 50 beds, 50 beds. So they said, 50 beds? These, these, these schnorrs? They're giving 50 beds? He says, yeah, because it's because of them that they sit and they learn Torah Hashem Shemayim. That's why 50 people don't need, don't need a hospital. The Chavetz Chaim always used to say, people, my grandfather, my wife's grandfather, Shach Nazon, was by the Chavetz Chaim for four days. And there are many people, many, many, that uh, testify that American Bochum that went to the Chavetz Chaim, it was the of Scheinberg, of Lindschner, it seems that the Chavetz Chaim said this a number of occasions. When somebody came in and said, they told him, the Bochum from America, his Bochum came from America to, to learn Torah in, in the mere yeshiva, whatever it may have been. So the Chavetz Chaim said, he came from America? Okay, he came from America. HaKadosh Baruch Hu came from a lot further to learn Torah. HaKadosh Baruch Hu came from the Shamayim to give Torah to the Jewish people. So it's okay that they came from America as well. One final anecdote I'll share with you is that the Chavetz Chaim, the Heilige, Heilige Chavetz Chaim, there was once a court case and they needed that the Chavetz Chaim should come and tell testimony about this person's character. So the Chavetz Chaim came and he said this and that about the person, that he's a straight guy, etc. And then the judge says, yeah, but who says that this guy is any good? About the Chavetz Chaim. So the lawyer gets up and he says, you don't know who the Chavetz Chaim is? Chavetz Chaim, somebody once stole from him. And he started running after the guy, and the, the guy started running further and further and further, and the Chavetz Chaim kept on running, until he finally caught the guy, and he says, Macholoch, 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 you can keep it, keep what you stole from me, it's fine. So, so you see what, 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 what sterling character, the, the person that's saying, hey, this over the Chavetz Chaim has such sterling character, so you could believe whatever he has to say about that uh, guy. So the, the, the judge says, oh, come on. So who says, who says? He said, this is what they say. Hey, this is what they say. He says, so they could say that about anybody. So the lawyer said, could they, do they say that about you, judge? So these are, the, these are some of the, like I say, a smattering of some of the stories of the Chavetz Chaim. Again, the greatest thing to me is that the Chazegnish could say that Poland gets a dinner very to soil. The Shabbat should help that his chus should be for us. In Yiddish we say, it should stand up for us in these days. Aboy Malenu Leteva, 
Yetz Hashem, and the Schuse Klal Yisrael should be inscribed in a happy and healthy new year, and His merit should watch over us many, many happy and healthy years to come.